Hey, mom friends, and welcome to another episode of the Four Moms Podcast, a verbal platform used to encourage and empower moms by talking about all things postpartum. We hear you, sis, and we understand. Today is our second series, our second part. I know in the episode I say part one, but it's part two of our single mom slate. And today we have Capri Willis on here now. I honestly forgot to go and read her bio in the episode, but honestly, we don't need it. She talks about everything going on in her life, from being an entrepreneur, having three companies, serving in the Navy, yes, starting her nonprofit to help homeless veterans, and how she is just on fire and just continuously on the move for her beautiful, handsome little boy, who was a preemie. He was born super early. I think she's at less than two pounds. So it's just a really good episode, you guys. I'm not going to lie to you. It is a straight up mommy episode. My assistant, Gemma, <laughs> is running around here talking. She was playing some game with herself. So you kind of hear her go in and out because she's going into the microphone, away from the microphone. Um, and we just had some really good mom chat. So honestly, this is a great episode while you're driving to work, while you're just kind of like just chilling at the house. You need something more than just those game shows. We got you today. So tune in. Let's keep going and let's get into this episode. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? I definitely did, but I didn't know how to do it until I ran to a girl at a meet and greet and she told me about Anchor. Now, Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. And best of all, it's free and it's ridiculously easy to use. And as a mom, we all know that things that are free are valuable. <laughs> and Anchor can now match you with other great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. Yes, so that means you can start making money whenever you start recording your podcast. It's ridiculously easy. It's great. It's fun. It's easy to distribute. So if you want to start your podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start and join me and other diverse podcasters here that already use Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast another episode of the four moms podcast today is going to be our first episode of the single mom slay series <laughs> and today i have um, capri with me now let me first say <clears throat> so capri and i met at my mommy release party event in april she was one of the attendees mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i felt so bad <clears throat> whenever i said your name because i said capri <laughs> and you're like no, no no it's capri and i was like oh i feel so bad because in college my friends and i would make fun of the football players and we would call their football shorts capris <laughs> i'm gonna let you slide on that <laughs> it was one of those things where you make fun of it for so long that you like capris yes, yes, capris and i was like that's not how you say it <laughs> we're not i'm not i'm not knickerbockers no, no. <laughs> or football types <laughs> So I felt so bad. I was like, ooh, that, that came back to bite me in the butt. But, but also, this is the first um, episode of the series because during that mommy release party, you said something that really stuck in my head. And um, it kind of, in a sense, drove me to have this series. So when we were talking about how moms can feel alone, even mm -hmm. in marriages, mm -hmm. and um, you know, raising their children and whatnot, and you were like, but I really am alone. I'm a single mom. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't have a choice to but, but to get up in the middle of the night. I don't have a choice but to go to work. I don't, you know, I am a single mom. And whenever you said that, it's like, well, she don't. <laughs> like, it's a I, difference. But yeah. they kept saying, I feel like a single mom. Mm -hmm. I feel like a single mom. And it's just a slap in our faces. Yeah. As a single parent for married people, happy or not, mm -hmm. to say, I feel like a single mom. Now, do you feel alone in your marriage? Okay. Mm -hmm. I understand that. But yeah. If you want to say that you're a single mom, come 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 live and and walk in my my shoes for just yeah. one day. You'll be yeah. Like, okay, maybe I'm not, <laughs> maybe I'm not such a single mom. I'm just like more alone. So yeah. yeah, that was I remember that. Yeah, yeah, and that that just really stuck with me. So my first question is a little selfish, but um, <laughs> so what drove you to come to the mommy release party? So my good girlfriend, um, Mia, she told me about the event. Okay, and. I have been looking for a sisterhood mm -hmm. to kind of just merge into because okay. most of all my friends are single. Okay. Not even, single in the sense have no kids or relationships or not a relationship, but just, you know, whatever. Yeah. They're single. So they're not, 
they can't relate to me with this situation. Girl, yes. And so I was just like, me, I need, I, you know, I need mommy friends. And, you know, she has a daughter. Mm-hmm. And she's a single mother as well. Mm-hmm. A completely single mother as well. Yeah. And, um, I, I mean, I, she told me about the event. I was just like, yes, I need a sisterhood. So I came and I met you, met a whole bunch of people. Yes. So it was, it was a really good event. I, I really enjoyed it. I hate I had to leave. Girl, like you, are you day, okay? You know, and I'm, like, come get your baby. I'm like, nah. Nah, I don't want that. <laughs> no, I completely understand. Cause, um, and then, look, I should have been, done a little bit better job of the time. But you enjoyed it. Because mm-hmm. um, that, that was my first event for Mommy's Making Moves. And it was at the house. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, let me just, is everything good? Is yeah. Everything no, it was everything good. Great? You had support. You had your help here. I thought yeah. it was, I thought it was, cause you made, it, your first event, I grew your house. Yeah. So now it's like I know. So your next event can't be in your house. I know. Well, yeah, and I have some. We'll t- we'll talk about that okay. outside the podcast. But okay. I have some ideas for my next event okay. that um you know you can give me some insight in and yeah, just let me know your I'm opinion. Here for it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you are a stylist now. So how did you start down that road, and did you always want to be a stylist? Now, as far as stylist, we we, we talking about lash artists or like a clothing stylist? Because I'm not a clothing. Stylist. Well, no, I meant like. Yeah, I'm like lash. Okay, okay. I don't style anyway. <laughs> um, I've always been fascinated with eyes. Mm, okay. Always been fascinated with eyes. Eyes and are the keys to the soul. They are the keys. <laughs> to the soul. That's my actually my my um, I guess motto slogan is okay. Your eyes are the windows to your soul. Yes. Might as well dress them up. Hey. You, know, you need your you need your drapes. Yes. You know you need all of that. Might as well dress them up. So. Um, I just always been obsessed with eyes, so I've always been into lashes. Eyes telling a story. We good? Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm gonna turn the air conditioning down so it won't be all in the. Because uh, you can hear. It, but <laughs> you can, mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So I was trying to figure out a way. So I used to be in the military. Yes. Yeah, that's just, that's a whole nother story. I know. Which which that's branch? That's another month. The Navy. The Navy. Woo! Mm-hmm. I was okay. a corpsman. <laughs> I was a corpsman in the Navy. So that's a whole nother another month you should do veteran month or something, i know but, i know um, but okay if i can't ask so how long were you in the navy i was in the navy for six years okay so it was a minute it wasn't it just was, like you know you popped in you, and popped out i didn't just dip my toe i <laughs> kind of merged myself in there and got back out Ooh. but it was an experience i would not speak any anything ill about it yeah other than i'm so glad i'm not serving right now mm-hmm. under our current situation <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> That's neither here nor there. Um, but I couldn't artistically be myself. Yeah. And I was always into makeup, but you can only wear certain colors. Mm-hmm. I was always into nails, but you can only wear certain colors. Mm-hmm. I was always into hair, but you only can wear certain styles. Yeah. So I was like, uh, I, I uh. have friends in the military, and they're like, girl, I have to have different caps whenever I have my weave in, whenever yes. I don't, whenever I do this, whenever I do that. Yes. Yeah. And so it's just like they keep you in this box, and mm-hmm. I color outside the lines. Yeah. So I had to get out, and then I was I went to school for nursing, and I was because I was a corpsman, so I was just like, okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, I said, girl, <laughs> you're doing this for everybody else and not yourself. Yeah. So then I moved to, uh, I went to Art Institute to learn about marketing, fashion, retail, all that. Okay. And then I met some girl, she started, she was like, you should let me do your lashes. And I was like, what? And this is a long time ago. This is when it first, so not recently okay. when it started popping. Yeah. But maybe like Back six or seven day. years ago. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, girl. These are cute. She's like, yeah, girl, I make $100,000 a year from doing this. Oh, head turn. Yeah, head turn. <laughs> I was like, what? 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 What you mean? <laughs> run, run that back. Run, how, how? And if you think about it, she was charging like $200, 250 a set. Okay. So, and, you know, she's in Frisco where people got a little coin. So, <laughs> um, I was like, wow. So, she was starting to teach me how to do it. Mm-hmm. So, I can't remember what year that was. I fell off because I went back into fashion. Mm-hmm. I was working at Nordstrom, being the master stylist and whatnot. Okay. Um, and then I, something told me just to take a leap of faith and just start doing this. Yeah. And I can't like maybe what year in nineteen, so mm-hmm. maybe two thousand fourteen, okay. fifteen, maybe ish. Mm-hmm. I was just like start. Yeah. And so you know, you start, you stop. You so when you're an entrepreneur, you get so caught up in it's not going the way I want to go so let me just go back to doing full time somewhere else yes because it's not going how you want it to go when you want it to go yes so I was like okay let me stop this because it's not it's not bringing me any money Mm -hmm. so I went back and I went to work and I would say 
this year I've had so much faith in the good the good man above, mm-hmm. and I just have faith in myself. So yeah. I'm, I'm still not making as much money as I would like to, but I'm not gonna stop. Yeah. So I'm not going back to corporate. Yeah. I I did give myself a timeline. If if things aren't popping off by a certain time, I have a child, so I can't just be taking these high risks with a child I have to yeah. provide for. So I gave yeah. myself a timeline and if it's not if I'm not making the income that I need to make in the in the next five months, then I'll go back to corporate. But I'm I'm praying and hoping something It'll will happen. shake and move. It'll happen. So patience mm-hmm. and I have a craft like I look like I love when my girls get up and they look at their eyes and just like, Oh my God <laughs> They bleed their eyes it makes me feel good. Yeah. One of my clients the other day she said, You love doing this because I'll talk to the lash. I'm like, Come on, I just need you to sit straight so I can put this lash on you. Thank you. And she was like, You you're so weird. You lashes. You must really like this. I love it. I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. That is awesome. And I like what you said about um taking the leap of faith mm-hmm. and trusting in yourself and continuing it even whenever you are in doubt mm-hmm. because with me leaving corporate in March and like that first month I was I was I was excited I'm, yes. but I, I'm an entrepreneur <laughs> and um up until about a week ago mm-hmm. um, <laughs> no seriously I was I was real low I was mm-hmm. real low I'm like I ain't got no money coming in mm-hmm. everything going on credit cards mm-hmm. I, I I just don't really know what's like what's what's really happening it's and, gonna come when you you're just like you know what yeah I am just going to give it, you have to give it all to him. Yes. If I have not yeah. learned that with my son being a NICU, you have to give it all to him. If you worry just a little bit, you know, like, oh. Mm-hmm. So you don't, you really don't believe. You just don't believe in me. You yeah. don't believe in me. Yeah. But it's going to, it's going to come. It's not when we want it exactly. to come. Exactly. And yeah, up and like I said, up until a week ago, I was like, oh, I'm in the waiting season. I'm mm-hmm. in the development season. Mm-hmm. The season where God is, is training you and investing in you and putting all this stuff in you and where you're growing your faith. So whenever you do get out there, you can be like, this ain't nothing. This ain't nothing. Yeah. And He's I, making ooh. your story. Yes. Because your story is not for you. Mm, yeah. Mm, it's not. It's not for you. We're doing this for God yes. and for other people. Pastor ooh! Carter said that he had a whole summer about that one uh, day. Yeah. And um, you are enough. Yeah. That's it. Yes. I was like, and when he said that, it slapped me in my face. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I am enough. I am it. <laughs> I don't know. You're sitting here comparing and contrasting and yes. whatever all those other words yes. to just other people's lives. Yes. I am enough for Capri's life. Yes. For yes. Knox's life. Yes. That's it. Yes. Girl, I will put that on sticky note, put it on my mirror. I look at that every, every morning. You are enough. Whatever I look like, I'm enough. Yes. You know what I mean? Oh, every day. Girl. girl, that that was a whole I'm word. Have to go back and listen. <laughs> Yes. Okay, like, listen to the Mommy Bobby study, okay? Okay. Right. <laughs> I'm going to ask you guys. Okay. So, um, so also, so you are also a brand strategist. Yes. As well. Mm-hmm. Um, side hustles. Come on. Yes, come, come through. On. Come through. Come. And, and so, um, with having your, being a stylist, being a uh, brand strategist for, and for a while, mm-hmm. obviously now we're kind of in the social media mm-hmm. realm where everybody mm-hmm. feels like they have to have followers to build their clientele, but you were building clientele. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess when social media was kind of just on, like kind of starting off a little bit, I think a little bit. <laughs> what I was, what I was, social media picked up for businesses probably in the last three years. Yeah. It hasn't been a long, it hasn't been a long thing where social media was just about telling your story, right? Yeah. But it, for businesses, reconnecting with people, yeah, it it picked up, yeah, and it's just like, oh, I can make this much monies, and I can get to these many peoples, and um, send all these campaigns, and make these algorithms, all that, like that picked up in the past three years. Mm-hmm. So, honestly, prior to social media, the biggest thing is word of mouth, mm-hmm. and I wrote that down in my notes. I said, how you get clients is being good at what you do, mm-hmm. and your word of mouth. Social media is awesome now. So, you know, social media can make, can pave a way for you if you stay diligent. Yeah. But old school, not, not newspapers, not knocking on doors, but it's knowing your craft and being good in it. And then word of mouth. The the referral. The referral. The referral. Yeah. That's that's your, that is your biggest way to get a client. Yes. And I stand hard on that. Your customer service has to be amazing. (laughs) And... And your job has to be good. You can't be like, oh, give it. Oh, Jesus. I had a client that came to me one day and she said, girl, 
I got my lashes done, sat there for three hours. Okay, first of all, that's way too long. Oh, that's right. Three hours. The next day, she woke up and uh, her lashes were on her pillow. Then when she called the girl back, she was like, oh, well, your lash cycle, and just blame it on the client. Sis, my lash, lash cycle, cycle is not that, it's not my whole eyeball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she was like, well, you can come back in, but I'm going to charge you. So when that story, I took that story and put it in towards myself. I'm like, customer service is what's gonna bring people back. Yep. I had a client. She's like, oh my, you know, my lashes have been falling out, and I was real light on the glue because she said she was sensitive. So I was like, real light on mm-hmm. it, so that it wasn't a heat uh, curing to the lash. Okay. I said, girl, come back in. Let me fix it for free. Yeah. And now she referred like two other people. Yeah. So word of mouth is really just the biggest yeah. thing for me in marketing. That's only. Uh, so it is great. huge. It is huge. And I also think what you said, customer service, I think for some reason that's like, for big companies, it's big, but I think sometimes with small businesses, they may not pay as much attention, Mm -hmm. and especially this generation. Jesus. This generation with, um, so. She walking? (laughs) A little bit, yeah, she walking a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Joseph's walking at nine and a half months, girl. Yeah, girl. So she Good took enough. she took her first steps. She not asked. She took her first steps, but she not too too confident. Oh, okay, thank goodness. you. I appreciate you because you gonna spill this. <laughs> but um, <laughs> appreciate you. But I I do feel like that's a big thing because with millennials, mm. with um, you know we consider millennials, right? I know it made me throw up when I figured it out. I know. I, I said, know. wait, no, 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 no. No, it's like I I accept the the microwave part because you know <laughs> this this roast that I'm cooking right now is probably the longest thing. I've ever <laughs> I've been just throwing stuff together. I'm like, here, babe. Right. People like, like, what is this? What, what, what is this? <laughs> so I'll accept that. But the social, but the the customer service part, I don't accept it. But but there's a lot of kids out here that just be like, you gotta pay me more. It's like, but you you ain't never started nowhere. You want to be making twenty dollars an hour for flipping burgers. I'm... So in the process or started mm-hmm. your lash line. Yes. So. Look at look at it. She perked up. Y'all see this, this this whole her whole body changed, body language changed. So tell us about that. How did you get started? Why did you? I mean, obviously because you're in the you're in the was it the, tech? I'm a technician. Lash technician. Lash tech. Yeah. Well, I call myself a lash artist. There we go. Come on. Because you're an art, artiste. I'm an artiste. Artiste. There I you craft go. the eyeball. But hey, oh. come on now. You have to sell your business. <laughs> Avid Lash Studio, guys. <laughs> All right, it's Salon 921. Um, lash the Box is the lash line. It, lash the Box. Lash the Box. So, Lashed, okay. Uh, it started off as a subscription box of Ooh. just lashes, right? And it's still, it's that's why the site is now, because I'm still trying to mold it to be a subscription box. So every month you get your lashes. Okay. Uh, I hate going to the store and getting my lashes as a person. Mm-hmm. I love lashes. To have that come to my door once a month and have like four, so one per week. I'm I'm a serious lash wearer, so I get oh, one, oh you get four. I get four. Like oh. I get four to wear once one pair a week. Gotcha. Seven days, and my lashes actually are set to wear. You get ten to fifteen wears if you take care of them. But anyway, okay. that the lash lash the box has been a plan for. I think I'm in my seventh year, actually. Come on, the year of completion. Come on. <laughs> year of completion. My Come best on. friend is so heavy on the number seven. Come on, man. But um, I've always, okay, I want this. I want that. It's written it down. Mm-hmm. You know, put mm-hmm. it in my notes. Put it in my phone. And just last year, I was able to actually launch it. That this is year. awesome. I lied. This year. This year. What year? 19. 2019. <laughs> The month, the year, went so fast. Did I, I launch it this year? <laughs> I want to say I launched it this year because Knox was out the uh, NICU. Okay. So yeah, I launched it this year, and it's 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 going. It's a slow it's a slow grind. It's a yeah. slow hustle. But I just I'm everything. I told you I'm everything eyes. Yeah. I have color lashes now, which I'm so excited about. I can't wait Ooh. to launch those. Yes. So like it's black on the black on the inside and color on the tips. So for my diva girls, I got like not these are for my queens, not these real dramatic lashes. Mm-hmm. I have natural lashes. I have everything. I want to be like the Walmart of lashes. I like this. Yes. Yeah. So it's a slow. Gary, give me that pen now. <laughs> 
So of course y'all know my assistant Gemma is um Gemma. rummaging rummaging around <laughs> finding things and hiding. Okay. Thank you. Entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And in the middle of that, you became pregnant. Is mm. that correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. You became pregnant. Mm -hmm. So what was that like to first be an entrepreneur and then find out you were pregnant and going through that? So I was lashing out of my home. I had a... Um, lashing out? <laughs> I, I had a... What is that called? Not a nook, but a... Studio? A, like a, like a studio, studio. front studio. So I was lashing okay. out of there. And um, I went to a, a friend's baby shower, helped her set up, went home to change. I took a nap. Come on, nap. Come on, nap. Now, I'm not saying that I don't like naps, but I'm not a napper like that. Yeah. Where I know I have somewhere to be, something to do. But yeah. I, mean, I need to sit down on that couch, couch and take a nap. So I took a nap, and I was just like, That's, this is so weird to me. And I automatically, you know, I said, I must be pregnant. Because, you know, people get tired. You, 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 know, you develop in a whole human. So I'm like, okay. So I go back. The whole baby shower is over. No, uh, you slipped through it. I slipped through the whole baby <laughs> no. shower. That's how I knew something was up. Yeah, yeah. So that night, I took, you know, some pregnancy tests. <laughs> okay, not uh, but several. Several. And it found I was pregnant. So I'm just like, okay, so how am I going to do this? Yeah. You know, at at the time, I told the, the his his father mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he was excited at the time okay and so I'm, i just thought i just knew i was like okay well even i could still sit i'm sitting i'm not standing i'm sitting i can still lash when my yeah. belly get bigger then i'll figure out a way i'm still gonna make this money yeah and so i was excited yeah honestly i was just like oh my god then i'll be able to be a stay-at-home mom but not really because i can still work yeah so i was Static, yeah. especially being, I think I was 32. I was 32 at the time. I was like, okay, well, let's do this. Mm -hmm. I don't have to worry about daycare. Well, I did, but I don't have to worry about daycare. And I could just lash my girls and watch my baby over here. and he Or he can have them, you know, whatever. Yeah. I was excited. Until. Uh-oh. Until. <laughs> just continue the story. Okay. Go ahead. Until I figured out that <clears throat> who I was seeing and or dating and or hashtag sleeping with was not who he said he was. Oh Lord. Don't yeah. you hate that? I so, tell y'all honesty and communication. That's that's just all we really that's need. It. That's I'm all, just saying. That's all I asked for. It's, it's just, just a little honesty. Honesty and communication. Just come on. So met him in two thousand so we met on social media in twenty fifteen. We still you know we just chopping it up but we yeah. never really did anything. Yeah. So then in 2016, my best friend had got murdered. We, oh, I, he reached out to me. And it, I, for some reason, you know, when you're vulnerable, you just kind of yeah. just do whatever. So he reached out to me. I started talking to him. So now we, we're establishing a relationship. Not a relationship, but a relationship, yeah. whatever. So we dated, we dated probably for seven months in 2016. Mm -hmm. And it was great until he got into this, I'm going through it, so I'm going to push everybody away. Okay. So it's not it's not you, it's me. It's me, right. So things weren't going his way in his life, so he pushed me away, so we stopped dating. But I had such a connection with this man, I and I have to admit it to this day. I fell in love with him because of our connection. I've yeah. never connected with a man like that in my life. Yeah. I've always been, I'm independent, I don't need no man. That's exactly <laughs> how I was, real dumb, full of con, you know, whatever. Yeah. I was real independent. But yeah. when I met him, it was just like <laughs> When I met him, I was just like, oh, my God, like, I feel like I need this man. That's how gotcha. I felt. Gotcha. We would talk. We would. This is so, so lame. But we would talk like, we'll put all the languages together and just talk about, like, just talk like that as if we understood what we were saying. Yeah. And just start laughing like we knew what we were talking about. I'm done with y'all. <laughs> I know. Like, a con the connection was so real. Yes. So, fast forward, we stopped talking, but we were still, like, hit each other up in different pockets. You okay. know, like, hey, how you been? And yeah. I'm like, been good. And we'll see each other and, you know, we'll have relations, whatever. And then we'll go about our way. That's just how it was from 2000 and... We talked to, to 2017 to 2018. Okay. So I got pregnant in... April of 2018. Mm -hmm. And that was one of those, hey, how you been? Oh, I've been great. Well, let's catch up. Yeah. We have relations. Mm -hmm. So... He just had that spot in my heart. And just like, okay, well, he always going to be somebody I'm going to talk to. Yeah. Because if I'm not in a relationship, 
he's gonna be this he's just gonna be that guy. And he was that guy. Yeah. So we had relations, I found out I was pregnant. Come month three, I'm like, okay, you need to stop coming to these these baby appointments because yeah. I need to know they need to know your side of the of the medical history. True. That, that's important. He will never show up. He won't show up. He will never answer the questions. I will ask him like, okay, well, um, well, you know, I need to know your address, your, because he moved. I need to know some more information. He would just be so iffy with it. So I'm like, okay, something's happening. Yeah. So I, I finally did the whole, let me look and search you up. Now, should I have done this when I first met him? I should have. But I was so yeah. wrapped up and swarmed into who he was to me that I didn't care about his life after, like, outside of me. Yeah. But at the same time, I think, well, at least for me. I know for me, sometimes you just want to get to know a person. You may not want to just know. Organically, because you, yeah. you, you're judging. Yes. When you do even, all even before, that, Even before yes. you have a you're conversation. Like, oh, he acts like this. So, oh, she he, she must be somebody he talks to. Or, oh, he yeah. dresses like this. Or he has this. Or he, exactly. Instead of organically getting to know this person. Exactly. And I honestly organically, organically got to know him. Yeah. And so that's how he was able to fool me for so long. Because mm. I didn't do no research. Yeah. But by the time month three came around in pregnancy, I was like, okay, I'm about to have a whole infant with this man. Yeah. Let's do some research. So I found out that he told me his name was, let's just, I'm just going to say he told me his name was John Doe and his name was Sam Smith. Oh, okay. So the whole name was wrong. Mm. He lied about where he was from. He lied about what he did. He lied about, he lied about, he made a whole story and it was not because he was married. When I confronted him, because I stalked him to where to find him, I said, why did you lie? That's a whole other story. I stalked him. FBI, y'all need to hit up. I found out what he does every Thursday, and I went and me and two of my very good friends showed Come up. Come on, rolled up, honey. Yeah, rolled up we, on you. Skirt, skirt. We rolled up, <laughs> and I was like, "Why did you lie?" Yeah. And this African American man <laughs> said, "I didn't know you then." I understand. Now, once I, understand. I found out that he lied, he caught G H O S T ghost. Mm. He was like Casper. So because you lied, because you lied, yeah, you want to go. Hmm. So, and I've, I was never that person to clap and cuss and disrespect. And I'm like, you know what? You you obviously had something going on in your life to where you felt like you had to lie. You had that to has lie. nothing to do. Yeah. That has nothing to do with me. So I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to live my life yeah. for Capri and now Baby Knox. Yeah. Which I love his name by Thank the way. Thank you, Knox Levi. His name is so cute, Knox <laughs> Levi. Knox Levi. He's just such a gentleman. <laughs> Such a young age. Such a, he, oh, he's such an old man. He, um, I love his little outfits. You be dressing him. He be so I'm, dapper. He be, be so trying, dapper. I'm trying to raise a young man. He was uh, so dapper. Um, so raising a young man. Let's go into that. Let's, okay. So what is it? We're going we're gonna to come back to some other questions. Okay. But since we already said that. Um, so being a single mom, mm-hmm. what do you feel like, because um, you're raising a little boy now, mm-hmm. a, a, little, a son. How do you feel like if, I guess, missing out on the dad part? Oh, yeah. Of, of, so of this raising. Is, this is what is com- very conflicted for me. Mm-hmm. I cannot raise a man. I am not a man. Mm-hmm. I can raise there him. There are certain ha- things we do not understand. We do not understand. Yeah. I can raise him to be a gentleman mm-hmm. and how to treat a woman mm-hmm. as a man. And, but probably, I, and probably what he should go after in a woman. Yes. Maybe. Yes. I want to be everything that he desires in another way. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so he's not... I don't want to steer him wrong. Yeah. But I was, I would definitely say a woman cannot raise a man. Yeah. I'm sorry. If, if, you dis, if some people disagree, then that's fine. But a woman cannot raise a man. So what I had to, to realize that he's going to need a male figure. And it's not about me being with a man. It's not about me getting married. It's nope. about having a male figure in his life. Just an example. An example. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> when I was pregnant and realizing that I was going to be a single mom, I said, what What am I going to do with having a male figure in his life? Mm-hmm. He has a grandpa. His grandpa's in San Antonio. So, that's not more, that's not an everyday occurrence. Example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, he does have, he has, a, my stepdad, he has him in his life. Um, but he's a different, he's, Af- he's a Nigerian. So, that's a different culture. That is. That's a different culture. Yeah, that is so now, bit, yeah. so now I'm just like, okay, we're at any trying I'm, to figure, yeah, right. And I'm not just gonna be with any man. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. needs to qualify. Yeah, right. So I was just like, what am I gonna do? I said, you know what? Let me get into church. Okay. 
Now, I had joined my church before I found out I was pregnant. Okay. Um, honey, Concord, Dallas. All right, come on, Concord. They, oh, they are such a, oh, Jesus, they are a lifesaver. But I have a um, liaison or a good friend now. His name is Brian English, and he's in Knox's life. Shout out to Brian. <laughs> Hey, Mr. Brian. English. Mr. English. I just dapper last night. Come on now. <laughs> um, but he's like, you know what? He he knows my whole situation. He was like, I have my own, you know, he has three kids. He said, like, I have my own kids, but I can be, I will be in Knox's life as much as I possibly can. That's so sweet. And so, and he's married to Ashley English, and I love her. Shout out to Ashley. <laughs> hey, Ashley girl. He and they, they're just a nice couple, and they just took me in. They took Knox in. That's and so, so from sweet. there... I'm just like bring. I have to bring positive male figures around him, and it's not going to be my, just my husband or just my boyfriend or whoever it is. It needs to it needs to come from all angles. Yeah, and so that's what that's why I'm okay with being single with a boy because I know that I'm emerging him to be in front of role, you know, male role models. Yes, exactly. And I like what you said too that um, you realized that you did need a male figure in oh, life. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Because and like you were saying, there are some women that feel like they don't need um, a man to raise a child. And not saying that you, you know, because you're a single mom, you, like you say, you need to go find, find the, you know, the next man just sitting or anything like that. Yeah. But um, I, I do believe it makes a difference. Just even girl, having Joseph, he just runs around, he runs circles around this island for hours. And I'm just like, can you sit down? Yeah. And Jay's like, but he's a boy. Like, that's what we do. Yeah. We, we don't we understand. Run. We don't get it because we can sit on the couch and watch TV. We're, and over, be good. Here, we're over here sitting pretty. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. I'm chilling. Me, girl, me and Jim would just be looking at, <laughs> looking at them wrestle on the floor and everything. It's like. And it's those small things, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't need, like, I like to wrestle. But I don't need to be wrestling with my son because he doesn't need to learn to wrestle with a woman. Yes, exactly. You know what I mean? But can exactly. he wrestle with another man? Yes. Yeah. You, y'all be Little rough. boys, they play fight. Y'all, yeah, yeah, all that. Y'all play fight. But I'm not going to play fight with my child because I don't want him to think that it's okay to play fight with another girl. Yeah. Ain't that right, Gemma? Baby, she, she having a good time. Okay. I don't know what game she playing in her head. It's, <laughs> it must be it's fun. It's so fun. It's so much fun. But it's, I feel like it's important. I, and, you know, just... I, w- I don't know how to say this, but women who think that they don't need a man in their son's life, especially in 2019, to teach yeah. them, hands up, don't shoot. Yeah. To teach them to be respectful to Anybody. any and everybody. Anybody. It doesn't even matter about their job, their race. Just yeah. Not saying I can't afford that, but it does come. It, it does come well from another man. Yeah, yeah. Because they're relating to them. Exactly. I think it's very important to have a man in the life. Yeah. But I also think it's whether you're raising a boy or a girl to have a the right man. The right man. Yeah, a a, a well example. For oh, especially for a girl. Yeah. Having a man a man in a girl's life is very important. It is. Cuz they need to hear that you are beautiful, you are reassured, you are all that is working up a storm. <laughs> girl. Honey, this nine month old is running circles. Jeez. And then, I like I don't know what she what game she playing, but it must be fun. And then right Gemma. <laughs> hey, hey girl she can move that hello <laughs> but um so what was it like being an entrepreneur going on maternity leave it was hard so yeah. again i'm a veteran and mm-hmm. i did serve in afghanistan so oh, okay i have some disabilities okay and so i've had i collect disability from the military so i had that to lean back on okay now i was not working i had to stop really in month five no, four or five, because I started to get symptoms of preeclampsia. Didn't even know it, though. I was di- I was spinning out on my clients to where I had to take, like, 30-minute breaks. I would see stars. My feet were, like, elephants. I- but I didn't know I had I did not know I was suffering through yeah. that. Because yeah, I was yeah. in that between that month where you don't go to the doctor. So you go the yeah, month yeah, yeah. one, two, and three, you yeah, wait, yeah. you come back at six. Yeah. So month four, I had to stop because I was just so busy, so just... And this is sitting down. I wasn't even working, like working yeah, hard. Yeah, standing up. Yeah. So I had to, I had to stop. Um, but luckily, I had you know the military to lean back on, and my support system was amazing. That's great. And as a sing, as a single mother, you have to have a support system. Yeah. And and I know some people maybe may not be as fortunate to have a support system. Yes. But that's when you look into the church because that's they true. are part of my support system. And if I didn't have that church, I don't know where we would be right now. <laughs> I love it. 
I love it. That's yeah. right. <laughs> well, look, we we have uh, Capri and Jim on the podcast today. We <laughs> we have two guests. <laughs> I love it. I'm here for it. Well, but yeah, I think that is important for for any mom, any situation. Mm-hmm. Support systems. Yes. Are key. Are key. Are key. Whenever you have to, you may have to work a little bit late. Can't make, yeah. pick them up from the daycare or do this, do that. It's it's, it's key to have sports. So you just having someone to talk to. Yeah, just talk, and that's why I came to mommy making moves. Yeah, I that was there. It was therapy to me. Yeah, it was. I was just like, oh lord, I needed it so bad. But to to get back into taking maternity leave while I'm, you know, being entrepreneur, there's it's a lot of things that you could do. You can do Amazon customer service at home. Okay. Okay. And you have your baby at home. Mm-hmm. You can do it, be a transcriptionist, you know, where you listen and you just mm-hmm. type it up. Yeah. There's a lot of jobs at home that you can do. <coughs> you cover your mouth, shilly butt. She's so silly. She's a There's man. a lot of at home jobs that I did do. Like I did transcription, I did data um, entry. Okay. Um, while while Knox was sitting there, mm-hmm. and I did go back to my tech company. And I was working from home there. I was working at this. She took three steps. So sorry. <laughs> so sorry. She's been, she's been walking. You didn't see her? Well, she's been walking around here, but well, she... she walked. She walked this way. Oh, oh, oh so sorry. She... I'm glad we called her. I wish I would have seen her. I'm like, oh my God, what? She's about to walk into the floor. What happened? She's getting... Well, she's just gaining confidence. Because before she was like, uh-uh. oh, yeah. I have to touch you. Yeah. Like, I have to hold on to something. And now I guess she's just getting her little no, confidence. No, yeah, she had walked from up here to me. <sighs> Okay, sorry. You made me nervous. Mom Gabby. moment. She she was taking steps, y'all. I was just excited. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. We're just getting everything on the podcast okay. today. I'm, I'm, right. I, I'm here. Oh, okay. I'm gathering <laughs> <Yeah>, myself. <laughs> so, yes, you were doing everything. <laughs> yes. I was, I was, and I was working at this place called Park Hub, and they, they let me work from home. So, I still had that income coming in. I was, I, I still was hustling. Yeah. I wasn't able to do my craft. Yeah. But I was still hustling. I was working at a, a cable company um, doing um, customer retention for him. So I had that come in every week. I found a way. Yeah. I made it happen. Now, this is a blessing in disguise, but my son was in the NICU for three months. Yeah. So how early? Because he was a, a preemie. So how early did he come? He came at 26 weeks. Oh. Yeah. And you know, we're pregnant That's technically scary. for 40. Yeah. So he That's halfway. A little bit more than, a little bit more than halfway. Yeah. But I, I got admitted to the hospital at 25 weeks. He came at 26 one, 26 okay. one day. Um, wow. So yeah, it's, it's and but that were you were you admitted to the hospital because of your preeclampsia? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I so went in for okay. my six month checkup, and then my blood pressure I think at the time was like 180 something over 100 something. Wow. And they were like, "Did you run here?" I said, "I did kind of walk fast because you know I was running late. Mm-hmm. There was so much traffic today." And they were like, "Okay, well we are gonna come back in 15 minutes." And so I came yeah, back. Yeah. <laughs> See, I told you, been doing this. I'm not new to this, Mama. I'm not I'm so proud of my baby. <laughs> um, so they came back in 15 minutes to check again. It was still 100 over something. So they were like, oh, we're just going to send you to the hospital. So I went to across the street to William P. Williams P. Clemens, which is UT Southwest. Yeah, Clemens. Yeah, yeah. I used to work there. Girl, that is, I love that hospital. It's nice. It's not. I felt like royalty. I was like, I had a suite. Like, I, oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Anyway. They're nice. Um, it finally calmed down. I finally got into the normal, like, 120s over, like, 80 or something like mm-hmm. that. So, they sent me home. Okay. So, I went home. Um, went home by myself. My mama had went to her house and woke up at maybe, like, 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. And my back was hurting so bad. And I was just like, this is not pregnancy pain. Like, I know, like, this is my body yeah. at this point. I had no idea what preeclampsia was. So, um... I called mom at the, I think four o'clock in the morning. I was like, "Hey, mom, we gotta go back to the hospital because my back is hurting." Mm-hmm. And so, um, went back to the hospital. My blood pressure had shot right back up. But what was happening with my back <clears throat> mm-hmm. was uh my liver my liver enzymes were high, so my liver was attacking my body. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. So they admitted me, and I was in there for a week. I decorated my room and everything because I'm I'm that extra. I decorated because I was supposed to be in there for three months. I just knew I was gonna be in there for three months. She said, I might as well make this her home. Okay. I we may as well make this a, home, y'all. <laughs> I had a stool. I had my roses hanging. I had pictures everywhere. They were like, oh, my God, like it's so cute in here. And I'm like, yeah, if I'm going to be here for three months, it's going gonna, it's gonna to reflect Capri. 
They said you should bring your lash bed in here and have your clients come in. I thought about it. I was like, that's a little ratchet. I'm like, okay. People come in, check on you. Get your. You like, give me a second. I'm lashing right now. We need to check your blood pressure. Okay, um, I'm gonna be done. And I was like, I can't do that. But yeah, I was in there for a whole week and then. Here he came. Oh Jesus! It was. It was. I didn't go through no labor, like contractions. I didn't really? go through none of that. No, and I really missed that. I didn't have any like birthing. I know you didn't miss. I didn't, I didn't get any stretch marks. I didn't like. I didn't have any of the like normal pregnancy, other than having him kick. But mm-hmm. I was like kind of sad about that. But my liver started attacking me again, and they were like, "All right." And I think I was in two. Oh, something two oh something over one fifty something. Oh, your blood pressure kept going higher. Kept going higher, and so they were like, "Okay, <laughs> he's gonna come out today," and he came out one pound thirteen ounces. Woo. He was tiny. Tiny. He was tiny. Wow. So, so at that point, business. I didn't even care about no business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. At that point, I was just like, eh. <laughs> "Make sure this baby. Make sure this baby stays alive." Yeah. And even during that three month time that he was in there. The child's father did not come up not once. Mm. So this is when you're like, yeah, you're yeah, you're really, you're really, alive. really upset. Mm-hmm. So what was that like having a, a preemie? Because I I think having a baby, a healthy baby, and then having a baby has to come earlier with any health complications. Mm. That's a whole different stressor. Girl, what you got? Girl, hungry. That's her snack. <laughs> oh, Fefe, you just ate. <laughs> She's like, but uh, I typically have a whole uh, <laughs> some whole food with this, but with my with my drink. Is that one of them rusks? Yeah. You gonna share? I don't know. <laughs> I thought I had a friend, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't. <laughs> she thought you was gonna share with the Jimmy. She was gonna on share the with this rusk, girl. Uh, it's up. Jimmy sat on the floor and was like, "Thank you. Thank you. I just needed someone. Thanks." So yeah, um, what, what was that like? That experience having because I I can't imagine having a baby. The in first NICU. month, I cried every day. Mm-hmm. The nurses, the art, the RTs, the doctors. It was like it's gonna be okay. You all you could think about. Oh my god, my baby's gonna die. Oh my god, my baby's gonna die. And his like O two would drop. His heart rate would stop. He would stop breathing. It and it was just too much for the first month. Yeah. And then um, again, Concord Dallas <laughs> came through and. This is when I met Brian, and he just he reassured me that everything was going to be okay. And again, remember what we said earlier, if you worry, you don't have faith. Yeah. yeah. And my good girlfriend, she just told me not too long ago. She said, I, she said, during that during that time, I would have never knew you had a baby in the NICU. Mm. And it was just God. Yeah. How was it? I can't tell you. It was God. It's going to be different for every person because not it depends on your faith, but. My first month was hard. Yes. My first child, I, I find out I'm really a single mom. He wasn't showing up. I've never done this before. Now, I'm, you know, it was it was hard. But once I had to give it all to God, mm-hmm. it was just part of my day. Wake up, go to the NICU, be there for a couple hours, go home, work on the computer, or go to work for, you know, whoever I was working for. I had my five jobs. I, pr- I promise you I did. Helping my my friend grow her business as a brand strategist. Helping mm-hmm. another girl. It, I was just I kept myself busy, but I also kept praying. Yeah, and that and honestly, if that's just how I did it. God yeah. is how I did it. That's yeah, it. having that faith, it it matters so much, especially in the times where you like you were saying you feel like you have just nothing else. Nothing. Nothing else. It makes a huge difference. It makes a and and it's a testimony. I. Oh, Gemma, you're doing too much now. <laughs> Chunk yourself. Um, you never, you never want to know that you're. You never want to know that you basically made this baby by yourself. He gonna, he's gonna be in a hospital by yourself. You're gonna be dealing with all these not bills, but these questions and tests and all this stuff. You're doing this all by yourself. Yeah. You no, no woman sets out to do. Be a parent by herself, let alone be a NICU mom, be a entrepreneur, be a whatever, be everything, everything to not yourself but to this other person mm-hmm. by yourself. Yeah. Now I do have my support system. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take anything away from them. But at the end of the day, their problems and their worries are not my problems and my worries because yeah. I have to worry about him. Yeah. So it's it's definitely hard. But again, how I was able to come through all of that is just by just God. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I believe it. Also. Oh. <laughs> I believe it. I definitely believe it. Yeah. Um, and oh, I was gonna say something. See, this is mommy brain. Um Yeah, we're gonna keep going. Okay. All right. <laughs> so what has been um well, I think kinda of already answered this, but what has been the hardest adjustment? Ooh. Um the hardest adjustment has been time. How to manage time management. Time to manage your time. And the time is to be, the time is being taken away from Capri and put into Knox. Yeah. So before Knox, I was able to go to all the events, baby. Do all the do all the photo shoots, do all the whatever I wanted to do. I was able to move and shape. To do it. To do it. Wait, wait, wait. Where you need me? Gone. What time? I, two o'clock. There. Bam. Gone. Now I'm just like. Then uh, what? Had a friend call me and say, "You want to go to this boat party with me on Sunday?" And I'm like, "I my immediately said no, <laughs> no." And she was like, "Why? Cause find a babysitter for Knox. Okay, if I want to have a cocktail, make sure I limit myself with my cocktail because I have to come home and still be a mama. It's a lot. My yeah. time, my time is not a lot. My time is not mine. Yeah. So that's been an adjustment for me because I, again, I had my child at 32. I didn't have him at 16. I didn't have him at 20. I had him at 32. So for thirty two yeah. years I've been operating for and as Caprice. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's yeah, it is different. And even with um whenever I had Joseph, it was an adjustment. Mm-hmm. And then the support system. So if I didn't want to go to an event, I can go to an event, I can go here and there, whatever, whatever. I was like, okay. But with me, Gemma made the difference for me. Mm-hmm. Like with Gemma it's kinda like Right, so I can't go to everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I probably have to, you know, if I do want to go to a event, I really got to, this person got to be there because now I have two people. Yeah. Who are going, going to the same place? Yeah. yeah. Or is somebody, we split up, like what's happening? having two kids. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, and then, I mean, I don't know how your husband is, like on some things, but you have to plan in advance. Oh, yeah. People people will still call me like, hey, Capri, what you doing tonight? You want to do- tonight? Tonight. Baby girl, I need... <laughs> I need at least need at least two hours. I, I need at least a week. <laughs> at least, and and not and not, you know, my my mom is amazing. Um, I had to move in with her just so, I, cause you know I'm saving for a house. So I moved in Amen. with her. Amen. 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 I moved in with her not only to help me with Knox, but to again get this house, save it. Yeah. Um. And sometimes you gotta do that. Don't be too proud to to uh, to change your living situation girl, to get you to the next level. Okay. Just saying. Uh, why would I be paying what I paid $1,400 at an apartment when I can save my $1,400 and then five months get me a house? I'm but, just saying. But y'all can judge all you want to. And, you, and you're probably going you're probably gonna to pay less for a mortgage than you will for rent. Uh, I promise you. And have three times as much room. Promise you. Y'all can, y'all can hate on me all you want to. That's okay. <laughs> I'm okay. But there's some coaches where they don't even leave their parents' house until they're wed. So. Well, look, I didn't. Look, I didn't. <laughs> I was in my parents' house. Girl, this I tried to. That. I tried to move out, and that just yes, <laughs> that um, that did not happen. I was like, no, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm no, but no, um. I forgot what we were, what we were talking. Oh, about. hold on, I'm so sorry. Hardest adjustment. Oh, we were talking about the going time, out. Just, just, I even with living with my mom, I still need time. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, mama, can do you mind? Like, and then you don't want to just keep putting your baby out for Yes, somebody. yes. You know, and it's just like, well, yes. never mind. Like, I'll just suffer and not go to this event that I really think would be beneficial for my business. Just so I don't have to ask anybody. Yeah. That part. You know what I mean? Yep. I understand. So time was the biggest adjustment for me. Yeah. Because I am social, so social, so outgoing. So I'm always somewhere. But at this point, can Knox, can Knox come with me? Because if not, then I, I ain't coming. Yeah. That's why that's how I'm sometimes I'm like, um, can Gemma come? Because uh, uh, she. Thank you. <laughs> uh, right. So that, that was the biggest adjustment this time. Yeah. And just to be. Like, selfless and what i was going to say was um how you were talking about you coming to the mommy release party with mommy's making moves that's why i started mommy's making moves i was in the in the same situation up until i have like two friends that got pregnant this year Mm -hmm. but i was the some of my friends were married some of them were single or at least in a long-term relationship but nobody had kids yeah nobody really close to me in my Mm -hmm. you know because you have you you know you're you're good you're close friends and yes. you have like the hour circle but like yes. my 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 circle circle my day one yes yeah there 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 are no kids especially my kids age there are no kids there you know they they weren't married or if they were like I said they didn't have kids it was just like we can relate but we can't fully relate yeah. 
And I, and I can imagine that being even hard for you. Like you said, you had some single friends. Singles. That's a whole different thing. Singles. If you're not even in a relationship, you just do no everything. No relationship or you doing no you. kids. You doing you to the fullest. And you talking about, well, I, and, then, and then you find yourself getting jealous. Yes. Because you can't do the things that they're you doing. You can't do everything. You're like, oh, you have, and then, you know, and you're not like, not jealous of them. You're just jealous of their situation. Situation. Like, yeah, I wish I would have. I wish somebody was able to watch Nox and because for when I was in when he was in Nikki for three months, I didn't go out. I felt guilty. I would say, "How am I how am I go out with my whole baby in a NICU? What that look like?" So I would never go out, even though I should have been maximizing that time. And they, my the doctors would always tell me, "Maximize your time while you can." Mm-hmm. But I would feel guilty on the other end and be like, "Well, how can I go out and have a good time with my baby over here fighting for his life?" Yeah. So I would never go out. So then yeah. when he came, that home, I couldn't real. go out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I. Time is definitely the biggest thing that mm-hmm. just drastically changed for me. Yeah. No, I don't blame you. How has motherhood enhanced you? Ooh. I'm more responsible now. Ooh. ooh. Come on, responsibility. <laughs> I am now more responsible with the thing I was that it, that I felt was the biggest change, which is time. Mm-hmm. I'm more responsible with my time. Look, 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 look. Go, girl. I told you she's been, she been walking. I'm, new to, I'm not new to this. Tell them, Jim. I'm not new Go to girl. this. Go, girl. Go, girl. Period. Period. Listen, thunder. Girl, thunder. thunder. <laughs> honey. Um, but I'm more, more responsible with my time. I'm more responsible with my money. Because if I buy something for myself, I'm like, that was the whole two pack of diapers right there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I could have gotten like, some milk if I wouldn't yeah. do that. I went to the store for like to go get. I'm like, I'm gonna go and give me something. And I think the swimsuit cost like forty or fifty dollars. Girl, I went and bought snacks. <laughs> I was like, I'm not about to go buy this swimsuit. I can go buy food for the whole What you mean? What you mean? What, where do you want to go? How much that cost? Now, any other time, any well, before Knox, where you want to do? I'm in. Yes, I'll spend hundred twenty dollars on a meal. I, I didn't care. I would. I love food, so I would spend whatever. Now I'm like, where you want to go? To Ocean Prime. Who, for what occasion? Just cause. Just cause. We're going to Chili's down the street. Okay. Look, Applebee's. If we go at the right time, the Long Islands are $2. <laughs> no, no, thank you, sis. No, thank you. <laughs> and so time, money, uh, money management, and it also, is it hum- not humble, but it really, it really made me go to that you are enough. Okay. Okay. So, so it gave me confidence. So worthiness. Wor- worthiness? Worthiness. I mean, I always felt like I was confidence. Well, maybe yeah, maybe, maybe more the confidence part. More confidence, it's just yeah. like strengthening, mind strengthening. Because this man, un- this little man, unconditionally loves me. Isn't that crazy? I don't have to shake a move or do something special for him to like me. Okay, you walk on the door, and it makes you feel he's <laughs> that right I mean, there. I am enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. this person right here, I yes. am enough. So it gave me so so much confidence. Yeah. You as a look, girl. <laughs> you as a if I walk into a room and she don't like me, he looking at me upside down. I don't care. My son loves me. Okay. So it gave me a sense of confidence. Yeah. That's how it. it look, sis. <laughs> sis. Okay. She is struggling, y'all. She is so concerned with Jim. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm over here just like whatever. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> my son not doing all this yet, so I'm just like she's so concerned. <laughs> Like, I'm just sis, like, what are you doing? I'm like, okay. look, this is baby number two, so I'm just like, let her live, let her live. Yeah, she fine. She failed. She all right. But no, she that, ain't broken. I, I'm so, I'm, I'm so grateful for him. I always say that he's everything. He's everything I never. He's something I never wanted, but everything I always needed. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and I definitely understand that. Whenever that, whenever you walk in the room, you hear that, and whenever he starts talking, that's really gonna melt your heart. You mm-hmm. hear that. Mommy, it's uh, like hi. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. get happy. I like what I get now is that happy and the kick, like hey, yeah, hey, yeah. Hey. And I just, the expression. Ah, yeah. yeah, he loves me, guys. Me, <laughs> me. So it's just like, okay. yeah, this is all I need. Yeah, that's that's all that you need. What do you want people to know about single moms? That's maybe um, a stereotype or a common that's, misconception. Ooh, that was a good question, actually. Um. What I want people to know about single moms that we are strong. Okay. We are not saying that married moms aren't strong. Mm-hmm. It's a different type of strength. Mm-hmm. Um, that we are strong. We are we are diligent. 
and we are more patient because <laughs> even though Knox's dad is not in his life, mm-hmm. I still have to be open to letting him in his life. If at some point, yeah, yeah. F what he did to me, F his lies, F how he's been absent. When when he chooses to come into Knox's life, I have to be patient. And that's a whole different patient than just having your kids run around and you're not saying nothing. Yeah. That's the type of patience that I feel where that strength and that diligence come in because you want your children to have a relationship with their family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As a single parent, people need to know that it's okay. It's okay. Like, there's a misconception like, oh, you're a single mom, you're trash, or you're going to go to hell because you had sex outside of marriage or whatever. Mm-hmm. You gain so much. You gain so much as a single parent. You gain so much as a human being being a single single parent. Is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Again, that that strength comes from every angle, not just being able to wake up and feed your child, but being able to take the criticism from other people. Mm. Like when you go to church and you walk in and they see there's no finger, there's no ring on your finger, but you have this whole baby. The 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 old ladies they do look. Mm-hmm. But you, I walk with my head so high because just like, well, I'm doing this by myself every day. I'm I'm a strong I'm a strong yeah. woman. Yeah. So if you are a single woman, you lift your head up high. There's the, God will not put you in the situation to shame you. Yeah. He puts you in the situation from you to uh learn something and for you to tell the story to somebody ah, else because your story is not for you. So, <laughs> for the people who judge single women, y'all can kiss the bottom of my foot because. I'm sure there are things that you're doing in everyday life that's not. It's 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 not all um, roses it's, and it's not, rose petals. And, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not. And it, for the single women who are out there and feeling not shame but feeling guilty, don't because you're not going to always be a single mama. You're not going to. Your husband will come and your husband will take into take your child as if it was his own. And yes. I have I I really believe who who and I pray for my husband, but whoever he is, that's a qualification. You have to be a good man. Mm-hmm. Okay, to not only me but my child. Yeah, if, and you have to be child. a father figure mm-hmm. to my child. Mm-hmm. Forget me mm-hmm. at this point, even though you know it's you know, your husband, just whatever. Saying, but know. that's a, that's a qualification for me. Yeah. So just just stay diligent. You're harsh. You know you're strong, and keep that patience because you're gonna need it. As yeah. a single, you're gonna need it as a single mother. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely understand that. Um, let's see. So, what do you do to relax? What is your release? My release is the ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I know, girl. I'm sorry. My release is the salon. Oh yeah. Um, you get that? I think this is the word camaraderie there. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I get to chit chat with my girlfriends. Yeah. I get to talk to clients. I get to we get to it's that sisterhood that I told y'all I was looking for that yeah. I found um with you with you. Mm-hmm. Chit chatting and releasing is a release. Like just chit chatting is a release. It is. Right now what we're doing right now is a release. Is a release. So I'm fortunate to have my release in my job. Yeah. And I think for a lot of women that can be like their job. Yeah. can be their release because yes. I know whenever I was working at UT that was my or in, in really any job it's like I'm away from my husband yeah. I'm away from my kids yes. I'm I'm a, I'm not saying I'm a different person but I get to really just 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 be here give and, it out and talk to people and just yep yeah, and I'm I'm, I'm, I'm good. yes I'm good that's my that's my release my release is going into salon nine two one yeah and. <laughs> Again, my best friend she said Capri you are the happiest you've ever been in your life mm-hmm. and it's so and and it is I prayed for unconditional love but I was praying for unconditional love in a man got it from your baby I was like man I was like she said in my she reminded me she was like Capri you prayed for this and I was like I ain't praying for no baby she said but you prayed for unconditional love and honestly you can't get unconditional love from a man yeah because there's conditions to that person's love mm-hmm. so I, I honestly didn't know what I was praying for. They say, be careful what you pray for. Yeah. Be careful what you pray for. Yeah. So. But but you did. But I did. I, I do kind of like that, though. You 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 didn't know what you were praying. You mm-hmm. thought you knew what you were praying for. I just knew I was praying for a man. Yeah. I mean, I did. You got your, you got I your got man. My, I got my little man. You got your little man. <laughs> got my little man. But 
<laughs> yes, my release is my my job. Thankfully, my release my release is my job. And else, it's yeah. re- chit chatting is it's a, a release. release. That's so true. If you can't chit chat with your friends who are single, you can't chit chat with your family. Find you a group. Find you somebody. Find you somebody. Find you somebody. That is so true. So what fun activity do you and Mr. Knox do? Because he, how old is he? He is nine months. He's not the same age. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. He's nine months, but he still is operating as a six-month-old. Yes, yes. Um, Knox, Knox is still at that weird age where he just, He's independent, but he's not dependent. Yeah. Like, so the only thing that we we just love to do is just lay. He loves to lay mm-hmm. on me or with me and just watch TV. That's when yeah, he's his most content. That's yeah, it. Chilling. We don't we don't really do we don't really again. I didn't have a car, so we can't really just move and shake mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I wanted to. But when we're at home, I give him his you know his tummy time, his play time, his floor time. But he's most content, I'm, and I'm most content when he is just sitting in my lap and we're just watching TV because he'll, like, rub my arm. Like, I swear, like, he's my man. He'll rub my arm. Telling you, rub my arm. He'll soothe me. Oh. When I look at him, put in my face, he'll put his hand on my cheek. Oh, he's all he, personable. He, he, he's, I'm telling you, everything, something I never wanted, but everything I always needed. Yeah. That's our. That's that's just our biggest activity right now. Is just cuddle, cuddle time. Cuddle time. That's the best time because when mm-hmm. they start getting like this, shit, they're gonna be everywhere. 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 And it's so weird that when he was a preemie, he didn't like all that cuddling. No, I, he didn't. I want to lay in my incubator and I want to chill. Now, yeah. All this holding and, and touching and stuff. He'll always have <laughs> leave his hand me alone. Up. Leave me alone. Don't touch she me. She's laying his hand up. He will always <laughs> have his hand up. Stop touching me. I just want to lay. Lit. Lay. It's like I drub your leg, please. No, and he'll he'll pick up his leg if you rub the leg. Like, stop touching me. He was so finicky when he was little, but now it's just our cuddle time. It's yes, our time. you're gonna take it. He would take not it. give it to me when he was a baby. And I hear people that have older children. They're like taking advantages of all these moments because mm-hmm. they get older, and then before you know it, they're in college and they're gone. They have their own families. It's yeah. like, man, yes. that's so crazy. Yes, just even think that far ahead. Yes. I yes. can't even. I can't even think that. I'm just think about whenever y'all go to like you know kindergarten. Like that's that's like my next move. I know. I'm talking about how to get. He Knox has two teeth coming up. Come and on, I teeth! Was like grow down, grow down, <laughs> grow down. What are you doing? Don't talk to the teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling him, him and the teeth grow down. You doing too much too fast. Uh, she has four. I saw that. A whole she got a whole teeth. mouth. Yeah, she'll bite you. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. My mama said, "He if he ever bite her, she gonna bite him back." Mm-hmm. That's what you do. That's what you have to do. <laughs> That's our last question that we always wanna ask our um, interview, our mommy interviewees. Mm-hmm. What is your mom hack? <laughs> I have two. Okay. Dang it! I'm gonna write it down. So I know the one. What was the second one? Oh, the first one is scrunchy, and I'll say and I'll tell you why. Okay. And then the second, the second one yeah. is multiple. Those okay. are my two the two words. Okay, let's hang on to these words. Okay. Scratchy and multiple. Okay. Scratchy and multiple. So I don't know if it's a hack, but it's more definitely a tip. Okay. Hack. Keep kinda, it, I don't it know. works. It works. So other than because you have short hair, so you don't need a scrunchie. Mm-mm. But I always you see I have one right now. Uh-huh. I don't even have my child. I always have a scrunchie because I have on a, I have an extension. I have an extension. Even when I'm wearing my natural hair, it's long. This man, this little boy, even from when he was too tiny to even exist. He will always grab my hair or he always throw up in my hair. I don't know what it was, but it's always the hair. Forget oh, no. the rest of my body. It was my hair. Oh no, that's a whole wash. It's a whole wash, <laughs> or just crunchy. Just be and then like if you have your hair in the back and you have holding back hair, you, sometimes you don't even you know. No, 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 you don't even know. So then you you, you pull your hair around and it's just crunchy because it's full of throw up. So that's yeah. one of my my hacks is like always to have a scrunchie in your purse in your car. In your, on your wrist, on your ankle, whatever, a scrunchie. Just to have it. Just to have it. And the multiple. Have multiple of everything, everywhere. Okay. <laughs> That's what I learned. I need a, I need some wipes. It's upstairs. I don't feel like walking upstairs. Oh, I yeah, have them yeah, downstairs. Yeah. I have some in the car. I have some candy. in my purse. Yes, right everywhere. Have multiple. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about wipes. Not Diapers, bottles. Change of clothes. Clothes, uh, toys. Have something it, wherever you go, even if it's at your girlfriend's house, your 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 mom's house, your granny house. Have the, 
all of that everywhere because I, I forget stuff. Yeah. I'm like, oh, but I'm I'm here at Madison's house. Okay, well, I know she got diapers and she got she got wipes. Everybody that I deal with has a station of Knox. Because you, your mommy brain forgets. Yeah, yeah. So, I think everybody happens. in my house has a can of milk because he's on formula. Has everybody, everybody I deal with has a can of milk at their house. Diapers, toys, change of clothes, wipes. Because I forget. That is true. You will forget something. You always, you, you always forget something. I see my mom at the church and forgot everything. Forgot. She was like, how am I supposed to clean this baby? I got my wipes. I'm like, oh. But now she got wipes in her car. <laughs> Does. Mama, you got, it's in your trunk. Not the trunk. Pop the trunk, Pop mama. The trunk. <laughs> well, where is his toy? Pop your trunk. It's right there in the bag. Multiples. Save your life. I do agree. Especially in the car. I do agree with that. Having that extra blanket or, and, um, especially the wipes. Wipes always come in with If the you car. can afford to have something everywhere, every place you, you lay. Sit, sit, go, visit, whatever. Because you are going to forget. Yeah, I do agree with that. You're going to forget, yes. I do agree with I'm that. I'm actually going to start this But Why series. Okay. And what it is is like a video, like a little parody or whatever about certain things we occur as moms. Okay, right? yeah. So my first video, which I haven't edited yet, <laughs> but it's okay. First video is us opening all the doors to put everything everything in. So I and I don't know if it's just me, but I have to open all four doors plus the trunk. So the the passenger side, I'm putting in my purse, my things. Mm-hmm. The the back seat, I'm putting in Knox. The trunk, I'm putting in the stroller. The passenger side, the back seat on the other side, I'm putting Knox's bag. And yep. then on the driver's side, I'm putting my body. So yep. I literally have to open all four doors. I agree with that. I just leave the stroller in my car. I don't even take it out. See, but not if but not if you're moving, you're leaving your stroller somewhere. Else. Like you. Oh, yeah, I don't even take mine out. Jesus. And I was living in an apartment, so I would stroll him to, because they, they heavy in them car seats. She said, I strolled him up to... I strolled to the apartment and strolled to the car. No! You... I sure did not. You, I wasn't carrying that car seat, honey. They are no. heavy. So I strolled my butt to the apartment and strolled my butt to the car. So I always have my stroller. No, ma'am. You... Don't judge me. I'm you not judging. I just couldn't. Yeah, now she getting sleepy. Yes. I couldn't. No, I, yeah, I couldn't do that. That's true. The stroller now... Maybe with um, just Joseph, but I got a two seat stroller oh, yeah, now. That's right. That's so right. I'm like, I ain't taking nothing. Girl, I put groceries around in there. <laughs> make it happen. Honey, I would have that stroller. Pop. <laughs> yeah. Come on now. Girl. I would have to literally open my all little, five doors. My little jogger stroller, it, it was everything. Everything. Well, well thanks so much for coming on this podcast. No, thank you for having me. I'm Being so our excited. First episode of the Single Mom Slay series. Single Mother Slay. We want to put that for the opening. <laughs> You're welcome, guys. I know. Catch, catch me on uh, Apple Apple Music. Come on through. Come on through with the channel. Come on through. We will talk to y'all later. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Four Moms Podcast. I just want to say thank you to all of our family, our friends, and our supporters. I want to give a big thank you to my husband and my kiddos um, for just embracing me and supporting me on this crazy journey that I'm going on. Um, Like I've said before, go ahead, subscribe, leave us a review so that we are able to reach more moms, more women, and so we can keep encouraging them to go after their dreams and we can expand our mommy community even more. Um, Thank you again for listening, and I cannot wait for y'all to listen to the next episode.